listening to the Georgia Indie Report podcast with your hosts Trey Davis and Rodney West. Welcome to the Georgia Indie Report podcast, guys. We've got a lot of stuff coming up this show. We've got the recap from the Southern Fried Show that happened over the weekend. Also, we've got the action wrestling results as well. And we'll have news and notes and promos from some of your favorite wrestlers in the state of Georgia. Uh, Also, a fire promo from David Ali. Stay tuned, guys, for the Georgia Indie Report podcast with me, Trey Davis, and... Rodney West. First man in, last man out. Allen Angels is your first ever Southern Fried Classics champion. But I don't want to talk about the past, let's talk about the future. This Saturday, my first title defense is against Slim J. And Slim, I know you're excited to take this belt off of me. Slim, I'm excited too. Because eight months ago, I was voted runner-up as the best technical wrestler in Georgia behind you. Slim, you really think I'm going to let you come into my home, Southern Fried Championship Wrestling, and prove all of them right? You're more delusional than I thought. Slim, there can only be one best. And it's Alan Angels. All right, welcome back to the Georgia Indie Report podcast. This portion of the, or this segment, rather, uh, we were we're going to recap the uh, big events that happened over the course of this weekend. First, we'll start out with Southern Fried. Rodney's got a little bit more notes than I do on that. I've got most of my notes on action. So, Rodney, what what started out the Southern uh, Southern Fried card on Saturday? I keep wanting to call him Southern Honor. My bad. Uh, AC Mac. Uh- Took on Will Caution in the first match of the night. Uh, AC Mack came out to his typical uh, intro, which is, I think, is awesome. Um, maybe not everybody thinks it's awesome, but I do. I like AC Mack. Um, I've not seen Will Caution in a singles match before. I saw him for the first time in Ultimate Battleground 2 a couple of weeks ago. Um, right. I didn't like this match. Um, I don't think it was necessarily either wrestler's fault as I, as I think as little of a thing to will caution. He seems to be really good. I know he's super popular in some of the Northeastern Georgia promotions and, and I've never seen AC Mack have a bad match before, but this match was clunky. Maybe it was chemistry that was off between the two. And honestly, I'd kind of give the match a C if I was grading it. Okay. Well, it's uh, AC Max seems to be hot in just about every promotion right now, and he's being booked very, very strong. I've noticed as well. Um, so AC Mac, uh, this was a title match. No, no, neither of these competitors uh, have a title. Now, I will mention them again later in the card, and that will be in regards to a title. But we're not there yet. Okay. All right. Well, let's uh, let's move on to the second matchup. What do we have? Okay, the second. The second matchup was a four-way tag team match for the Southern Fried Championship um, wrestling tag team titles. Uh, the mm-hmm. first team out was Sal Renaro and Michael Stevens. Uh, then came GB1C, who is definitely a crowd favorite uh, in Monroe, Georgia. Uh, followed by Master and Machine, which is one of my favorite tag teams in Georgia. And then the tag team champions... Uh, JBE, Brian Kane, and Techi Makuji came out with their manager, uh, Joseph Brock III. Uh, this match was, nice. match was, you know, a typical four-way match. Um, Master and Machine did most of the work in this match. Either one of them was in pretty much the entire match. Uh, but Brian Kane sneaked in at the end and rolled up Marcus Cross for the victory. Um, 
it was um i mean this is like i said it was your, just your typical four-way match i mean everybody kind of got their spots in here and there master machine did did 80 percent of the work in the match they were really good i would love to see them in gb1c in a southern honor ring with the the southern honor production and the southern honor fans um they're both really great uh tag team I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go off. Uh, not to interrupt you, but to kind of go off um, a little bit about the match that I just saw announced. Uh, super excited for for Southern Honor, and that is the Dirty Blondes against the Not Yet Rated, which is uh, uh, Jordan Kingsley and then uh, um, I'm sorry, uh, Kevin Ryan. And I was super excited about it, but this is the problem that I get is when they announced these tag matches for Southern Honor, I'm like, well, damn it. I mean, what is this? What does this match even matter? There's no yeah, tag what are they back. fighting for? I, I kind of agree. For? It's, I mean, it's, it, it, it's frustrating a little bit. I almost just want to be like, hey, Gary, let me let me split the bill. Let's get these tag belts. Let's get, <laughs> get a roll in there. I mean, because, I mean, he's had some unbelievable, some of the best teams in the state. Uh, come in and it's just it, it just seems like for nothing uh so it's good it's cool to see that southern fried has a, uh, a tag division and tag titles yeah they've got a pretty strong tag division um and i would say though for southern honor not they don't have just the best teams in georgia that come in they pull from the entire southeast with their tag team division even though there's no yeah. tag belts right yeah and and, and i mean like I said, these, these matches are really good matches. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm not um, I'm not attached to it as much because there's no there's no end game, I guess. It's like I've seen Lynch Mob win two or three matches against Jungle Kings, uh, Ugly Ducklings, uh, Revoke. And it's like, well, okay, good for them. I mean, right. I don't know. I, I just get frustrated with that. Let's move on to the next match on the uh, Southern Fried card. Uh, the next match was a battle of big men. Logan Creed took on Xander Ramon. Uh, it was just a good good match of uh, a big man. Uh, did big men spots. Um, I mean, if you like giants fighting giants, this is a good match. I probably would um, probably give this match a B minus. Logan uh, forced Xander out with a submission hold. Um, the only thing that was really um, put over in this match was Xander's mom was running his merchandise table and Logan was at the end of the match or during the match and at the end of the match was calling her out. So maybe set up a more intense match uh, between these two later on. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm digging, uh, digging the storylines and uh, uh, Dr. Brock is probably one of my favorite characters in Southern Fried. But uh, let's move on to this. Uh, let's move on to the next match. Well, the next match is definitely the match of the night. Uh, we talked about this uh, already. The uh, Allen Angels versus Slim J match. Um, Allen Angels and Slim J countered hold for hold chain wrestling. Uh, Allen Angels countered what looked to be like a one winged angel into a mm-hmm. roller for the pin, which, given uh, Allen's history with Kenny Omega, it was interesting that. He was he countered that maneuver for the victory. Yeah, and uh, this is being held as a match of the year candidate. Uh, even Allen's own father, who goes to most of the matches, and uh, I want to give a shout out to him for filming most of the matches, um, or I think he filmed every single one of the matches. So uh, credit to um, Allen's dad, who who makes most of the shows. Uh, he 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 felt like it was. Probably match of the year. Uh, I, I don't. I'm, I hope I'm not misquoting him, but I do remember him. I do recall him saying that, and I did read it in another report that it could be an early match of the year candidate. Now I'm going to disagree on that because, and this is a shot at the Southern Fried fans. The crowd sat on their hands for most of it. They weren't really into it. I feel because it was ma- so technical. Uh, maybe. I just there also wasn't a whole lot of storyline going into this match, but I just don't feel like they have had an intense crowd. Like if this match had been at Southern Honor with their production, 
and the 500 crazy fans that Southern Honor has, you know, at every show, I definitely think it would have been match of the year. Like, technically, the match was great, but I was kind of distracted by the fans not being completely into it and not, you know. Not Maybe they're team. not used to seeing that style of match and they didn't know how to react to something like that. Um, and then maybe you have Southern Honor fans who um, who come to see s- certain matches just like that. Um, I need to go back and watch this match. Uh, crowd reaction can absolutely kill a match sometimes. I've seen some some unbelievably great technical matches, some great matches overall, and, and they weren't uh, – they, they just didn't seem as special or they don't really stand out in my mind because the crowd reaction was just so dead. Well, I don't think the crowd killed the match. It's just when I was watching, I was just distracted. Like, uh, this match is really awesome. Like, it, I just – I don't know. I, I, the, when they have action that spills onto the, the floor at Southern Fried – when, even when they get to the guardrail, the fans don't get up in the wrestlers' faces or anything. Where just the opposite at Southern Honor, you get close to the railing and everybody on the railing is going to be in your face. Yeah, especially the guy with the LED tie. <laughs> yeah, right. that guy's crazy. Yeah, let's move on to the uh, let's move on to the next match. Before we move on to the next match, okay. uh, after Alan Angels wins. Uh, him and Slim J kind of give each other some kudos and discuss what they'd like to have another match. Well, down to the ring comes AC Mack, and he's uh-huh. like, "Hold the hold everything. I want a, ma- uh, t- a match for the title." And then, before you can, you can say a whole lot more, Will Caution comes back out and said, "Look, forty five minutes ago, I beat you, and I want a shot at the title." Uh, this brings out. Um, Todd Sexton, who is uh, the booker for Southern Fried, and he makes a triple threat match for September 7th of AC Mack versus Will Caution versus Slim J, and the winner gets Alan Angels at the September 21st show. Okay, that's, yeah, I like that. I like that booking style. Uh, it makes every match mean something. Um, so, how would you, I mean, how are they booking it? Are you seeing Alan kind of being booked strong through all this? Or, you know, is Alan going to be uh, a little bit handcuffed with AEW? Um, and maybe we don't see Alan as much. Maybe we see Alan drop uh, drop this title pretty soon. I, I, I would doubt that. Um, I, I see him holding this towel. They just gave it to him. I don't. I don't see them taking it off of him. At the September 21st show. So, I, I think whoever wins on September the 7th, whether it be AC Mack, Will Caution, or Slim J, I see ultimately Alan Angels winning uh, at that ne- next event after that. Okay. Well, um, let's move on to the next match. Okay. Well, we'll skip ahead to the main event. Um, I didn't watch the six-man tag match. Uh, I didn't have anything invested in it. Uh, right, uh, kind of like Southern Honor tag matches. Right, so like, I, and I don't, wasn't super <laughs> familiar with anyone in the six man tag match. So um, we're going to talk about the uh, main event. It was David Ali, the heavyweight killer, taking on Jacob Ashworth for the Southern Fried Championship. And Jacob Ashworth is he kind of like their? Um, mm, is he book? He's booked pretty strong. Like he's kind of their. They're uh, heavyweight baby face, correct? Uh, yeah, I would definitely say that's accurate. Okay. All right, continue. Okay, so um, I did not like this match. A, because David Ali got very little offense in, and um, Jacob pretty much won pretty easily. Um, I mean, it was, David got some offense, um, but he, he pretty much got squashed. Um, and I thought they were leading up to something. And with all the promos, um, and with especially the victories that David had in the, in the last few uh, events for Southern Fried, I was hoping more would come of this. Um, Jacob went over clean. Um, at the end of the match, um, Brooklyn came out. Uh, they've been running an angle where um, Brooklyn got saved by Logan, um, you know, the last event. And then they're doing some videos on their uh, 
their Facebook page. So um, Brooklyn comes out and asked uh, Jacob to help, you know, keep uh, Logan away from her. This brings out Logan. Um, he starts getting in Jacob's face. Brooklyn comes up from behind, low blows Jacob, setting up um, a chair attack on um, Jacob Ashworth from Logan Creed. So it was just a big ruse. Um, I had my own theories as to why, but this was a super hot shotted angle. They just started everything two weeks ago. They did the videos. And then I feel mm -hmm. like they should have uh, slow played this out for a few events. Uh, but no, right. they, they seemed to hot shot the angle. And um, because of that, I, I didn't like this match, you know, a, because David Ali got beat and B they kind of slow played an angle that I thought or a hot shot an angle that I thought should have been slow played a little bit. Okay. Well, yeah, it sounded like a pretty good event, though, overall. Um, oh, definitely overall. I would say it's probably the event of the week. Um, we'll talk about that more in our news and notes uh, later in the broadcast. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, what, what would you say the event was? How was it overall? Uh, I really like Southern Fried's event. Um, you know, I'd probably like a little bit more uh, production value. Um Right. You know, just get just Southern uh, honor. But I like the storytelling they do. Um, it's maybe not always 100%, but it, it's, it's pretty consistently strong. Um, right. For sometimes Southern honor is more just technical match based. Um, there's not a whole lot of storytelling other than maybe things involving like Logan Creed and fear. Um, and I can't remember his name at the moment. Uh, the guy that just won uh, the Rumble Jack, Corey Hollis. Oh, uh, Corey Hollis, yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's a very long – I mean, they, they've run some pretty long angles. And, and you know, uh, something I didn't mention in the Rumble Jack, there were so many – I mean, I would mention that there were a lot of seeds planted in the Rumble Jack. Dylan, I think, has slowly planted a seed of dissension between him and Logan where there's there's just been miscues. There was a miscue in the Rumble Jack and a miscue of uh, the event before that and the event before that. So, I mean, <clears throat> I like uh, uh, kind of going back to uh, Southern Fried and Southern Honor. I'll mention them too. Um, they both run angles, and I enjoy that from my independent wrestling. Uh, whereas we get into this action wrestling recap, uh, it's, it's not very – uh, story driven uh, the matches are great uh, and I'll run through those here in just a little bit but overall it's just you know it doesn't have story and I, and I gotta have something attached to my match well I'll say one thing about that uh, Southern Honor runs once a month and Southern Fried runs uh, every two weeks the more often you run a, a show the more storylines you can run whereas action right. doesn't run every month um they run probably like once every six weeks, maybe, or two months. Uh, so, you know, if you're not in the front of the fans constantly, it's hard to run a lot of storylines. So you have to be it, uh, base everything on technical wrestling more than storylines. You know, I think it would be kind of cool, and this is just me thinking out loud. Uh, nobody has to sit here and bury me over this idea. But, um, you know... <laughs> Wouldn't it be kind of cool if every month Gary opened up an hour early and gave some of his uh, lower-end talent uh, time to shine and put out some kind of, like, space it out a little bit. You could do some vignettes and do a little 30-minute weekly show on YouTube or, or whatever they want to put it on. I don't know. That's just me thinking out loud. And then you could – I don't know. You can really – you can plug your, your big shows coming up and – uh, I don't know. Just just thinking out loud. Uh, I don't know how much you know that would cost to do something like that, but uh, I think it would be kind of cool. Well, and I, I mean, the crowd might not look all that great, you know, doing it an hour early. It's kind of kind of a dark match, but well, not really a dark match if you're filming it for uh, a weekly a weekly show. You could get a good three or I don't know. Yeah, you could get about three matches in, and you could do a little thirty minute you know, internet show a week building now, up thing, to your, your big show. One thing that uh, 
NWA Wildside used to do. They had their main show on uh, the first and third Saturday. Well, on the first and third Friday, they would have their like developmental and training wrestlers have a show. So it wouldn't be as big of a show, and they wouldn't charge full admission. But you could definitely see the up-and-coming talent on the Friday night shows and then come back on Saturday to see the regular show. Okay, yeah, that's that's kind of a cool idea. I like that. Um, all right, man, that's gonna that's gonna end it for our Southern Fried recap. Uh, uh, what was it, Heat Wave or Summer? I can't. Man, there's so many summer names: Summer Blast, Summer Feel the feel Heat. The heat. Southern Fried, feel the heat. That is our recap for it. Uh, sounds like it was a great event. Uh, Rodney, what are you going to give it? Uh, I would give the show an overall a B. I really enjoy, though, uh, I watched their Ultimate Battleground uh, match last month, um, and then I watched this match. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely going to make uh, every other week, you know, make sure I watch uh, every match from Southern Friday. If I'm not there in person, Definitely watch Adam Vance's uh, coverage. Usually uh, he releases the videos the next day. Awesome. All right. Great job, David Manders. I'm putting on a great event. And we'll, when we're back from the break, we'll go ahead and recap Action Wrestling. You're listening to the Georgia Indie Report podcast with Rodney West and Trey Davis. Nothing but back. This whole week has been filled with nothing but back and forth between Jacob Ashworth and David Ali over what we mean to each other, over who are we to each other. Jacob, I know who you are. I've been knowing who you are. You're a guy who happens to be champion, a nobody who happens to be champion. And I'm the guy who has fought for the spot that I'm going to be in tonight. And once I step into that spot, I'm not letting go. Because you see, Jacob, you may be a heavyweight, but I'm the heavyweight killer. I'm going to beat you tonight. Because that's what I did last Southern Fried Show, and that's what I'm going to do again this Southern Fried Show tonight in Monroe. I'm going to prove to all of your little redneck nation. I'm going to prove all to the Cracker Cartel that I can do what I say. And I say tonight, Jacob, drop the shades. Meet me in the ring. Look me eye to eye and still believe that you can beat me. Because I believe that all you're going to see is stars. This is Logan Frazier, and you're listening to the Georgia Indie Report Podcast, your source for all things wrestling in the state of Georgia. All right, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, we're going to run through these action wrestling results real quick for you. All right, the opening bout was Alan Angels against Jamie Bandy. Alan Angels is going to pick up the victory in seven minutes and 21 seconds with the wing, the wing snapper. Uh, credit all this to Georgia Wrestling History. Uh, I want to go ahead and give them their props. They're, uh, they're, they've always got stuff out pretty quick. Uh, I know you're a fan of uh, Georgia Wrestling History, right? Yeah, um, I want to. I also want to mention the official sponsor of um, Action Wrestling. Uh, I think it's South at uh, South Atlanta Wrestling dot com. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, they uh, go ahead. Yeah they they uh, they also put out a uh, recap of this event. Uh, I think it was on Saturday. Yeah, they the all these guys put it out pretty quick, and uh, without them, uh, so I want to definitely give them their props uh, if they're listening. I don't want them to think that uh, we're trying to compete with them or, or anything like that. They uh, they they put that out pretty quick, and they do an excellent job. All right, let's move on to the second match. We have uh, a tag team called Tag Team, and they took on Matt Sell. And 
Craven Canyon. Am I saying that right? Yeah, I believe so. Uh, yeah. I saw him uh, at the Spine, but not Spinebuster, the um, Stranglehold Championship Wrestling event. He had a good character. I really liked him. Well, the tag team's going to pick up a victory after they get their double team move on uh, Matt Sells. Uh, they're going to pick up the victory at seven minutes and thirty-eight seconds. Uh, wrestling Georgia wrestling history is going to give this a C minus. Uh, nothing uh, special about this match. It looks like. Uh, let's move on to the third match. We have Benjamin Carter take on Sean Dean. Uh, this was a pretty good match from what Georgia history is saying. Sean Dean's going to pick up the victory with a high knee at six minutes and thirty-six seconds. Uh, a short of a spot fest is what uh, Georgia history is quoted as saying. Um, so this match was was a good match, but maybe fell short of expectations. Uh, <laughs> do you know one of these talents? I'm actually unfamiliar with both of them. Um, I was just about to add that. Um, unfortunately, I'm, I'm limited in in my short term. Georgia wrestling knowledge. I guess she got back into it in the last year, thanks to Southern Honor. Um, now that's expanding rather quickly, um, but yeah, these two talents are are new to me. Okay, yeah, they uh, apparently they're they're pretty good in the ring and uh, they move around a lot. They're they're kind of high flyers, uh, according to this report. Uh, this match is going to get a B, like I said, from the Georgia wrestling history. And uh, we'll move on to the match, which saw Steve Manders take on A.J. Gray. Uh, Manders coming off a win in the SCI feature showcase. And Gray is going to get the win, though, with a powerbomb at 7 minutes and 13 seconds. And this match also gets a B from the Georgia history rest, or Georgia wrestling history. Uh, look, this match looks to be one of the better matches of the night. Um, so have you heard of either one of these talents? I've heard definitely heard of both of them. And when in the, uh, SCI, um, like sh- showcase, um, event yeah. is definitely a springboard to next year's main tournament. Um, and then, uh, AJ gray is a, is a prominent wrestler in the Southeast. He's, he's been featured in Atlanta wrestling entertainment a few times. Right. Yeah, he uh, he's been praised quite a bit. I've noticed on different reports that I've read. Uh, like I said, this match will get a B, and we'll move on to our next match, which saw Eric Royal versus Logan Stunt. Uh, Logan's going to pick up the victory um, when, or via. I'm sorry, Logan's going to pick up the victory via DQ when the tag team interferes in this. This is going to get a C minus. Uh, nothing special here. I guess this match was just okay uh, with a C-. And we'll move on to the next match, which saw Billy Buck versus Marco Stunt. Now, Marco Stunt has signed with AEW, so it was interesting to see what they were going to do with Stunt here. Stunt's going to pick up the victory at 9 minutes and 57 seconds, and this this match is going to get a B- from Georgia Wrestling History. So it's interesting that they... They have Marco Stunt go over, even though he's kind of on his way out. Well, um, Matt Griffin, a uh, promoter for Action Wrestling, is a big fan of uh, Logan and Marco Stunt. Um, he praises them constantly on his his Facebook page. So it's not surprising to me yeah. that he would have Marco Stunt go over in his last match at Action. Yeah, and of course, Marco Stunt's been in the news and and a lot here lately, especially uh, Georgia wrestling indie news for sure. Uh, let's move on to the next match. They saw Liam Gray versus Bobby Flacco. Flacco wins with a frog splash double stomp. I don't I don't know how. And I swear I wrote that down exactly what I, how I got it off the Georgia uh, um, Georgia wrestling history. Um, and he's going to pick up the victory at eight minutes and fifty-seven seconds. This is a B match, uh, so this this was a pretty good match as well. Are you yeah, familiar I, with either one of these guys? Yeah, I really like Bobby Flacco. He's a a, a really good high flyer. Um, I think he came out of WWA four. Don't quote me on that, but uh, I believe that's where he came out of. 
Uh, all right, let's move on to the next match. This is uh, this match was praised quite a bit from just about every reporter that I saw. Uh, Eric Stevens versus uh, for, oh Brady my god, Howard. I don't know. Yeah, that's it. Okay, I don't have his last name wrote down for some reason. Um, the ref's gonna call it the bell when you get when. How do you say his name? Yehi. Yehi Gazuntite. Yehi gets the coquita clutch on Eric Stevens and gets the victory at 13 minutes and 32 seconds. This is a um, a minus match. So, a uh, very very good match. Uh, one of the matches of the night, uh, Georgia wrestling history, uh, appraised this match pretty good. Uh, so, so tell me about, uh, either one of these talents. Well, Fred Yehi has been one of my favorite Georgia wrestlers for the last, last five or six years. Uh, he's been featured prominently on MLW a few times. Um, he was part of a stable, uh, with filthy Tom Waller. Um, yeah, if that tells you anything about Fred Ehi, like that he's in the company of Filthy Tom Waller. That's how good he is. Um, he's a great uh, technical wrestler. So he's probably a legitimate badass. Yeah, I would say so. And I, <laughs> I, I've always liked Fred Ehi. Um, I, first time, like I said, I think it was seven years ago, he wrestled Jimmy Rave uh, in a promotion UIW in Villa Rica, Georgia, and it was a phenomenal match. Well, let's move on to the main event, and we saw Slim J, who was in a match uh, against Alan Angels at the Southern Honor Card. We talked about that earlier in the broadcast. He's going to be taking on AC Mack, another Wrestler of the Year candidate, uh, along with Slim J and, I would guess, Alan Angels. Uh, this was uh, raved as best match of the night on three reports that I saw. The Georgia Wrestling History Report um uh, also, um, right, um, picked this as the best match of the night. Uh, gave it an A plus. AC Max going to get the victory um, at 11 minutes and 58 seconds to retain the action belt. Uh, all right, thoughts on this match? Well, and I can't what wait to see it. For this match. Okay, yeah, I didn't. I didn't hear a whole lot. I can't wait to see it once it's on independentwrestling.tv, though, because yes, and I think I, it was I, just uploaded. So it should be on by the time people uh, listen to this. Okay, well, I, I'd love to compare this match versus Southern Fried's match of uh, Alan Angels and Slim J. Um, of course, we all know the, how closely connected Alan Angels and AC Mack are. So I'd like to compare which match maybe was a little bit better. Now, I, from what I'm hearing, the uh, Alan Angels versus Slim J match was probably a little bit better, but I'd like to to witness both of them, just to judge for myself. Hmm, yeah, and I would like to see kind of how the crowd was for the action wrestling. Uh, they had a, a pretty good attendance. Um, do you? Well, well, we'll get to that in our news and notes on the next segment uh, on uh, the attendance for both of these shows. Uh, but, um, yeah, action wrestling uh, seemed to have put on a really good show. I'm looking through my notes right now, and I'm seeing – Probably two to three matches that were kind of stinkers. The rest of the show looked pretty good. Uh, I guess the crowd was was pretty into it. But, you know, looking at uh, some of the videos that I've seen th uh, throughout the weekend, Southern Fried looked like they had a pretty hot crowd for, for, for most of it, uh, regardless of the uh, technical match. I don't think they, they knew how to react to something like that, possibly. Uh, maybe that match is, is best suited for a different audience. But um, would, overall, two pretty big shows this weekend. Yeah, I would like to add a little commentary, though. Two really big shows and not a single fem uh, fem women's match on this show. Um, yeah. As a fan of women's wrestling, I, I, I would have liked to have seen um, maybe Aja Pereira on the uh, action show uh, or Danny Danny Jordan on one of the two shows. I don't know. It's really an oversight that both of these big shows ran and not a singles women's match was on either either one. Yeah, let me add a little bit of commentary to that as well. Uh, right now, women's wrestling is bigger than it's ever been. Uh, you have a great character in Danny Jordan. I know we joke about it that, you know, me and you are in love with her. We're in love with her because <laughs> – 
we're in love with her because she is a great character. She carries her, she carries her, her herself outside the ring. Uh, I'm not saying she's, oh, she, she won't break kayfabe, nothing like that. I'm just saying that she, she, she knows her character. She, she does her character well. She speaks well. She, she draws great heat. Um, and then you know, and that's just mentioning one girl. And she's also a great in-ring performer. This is a this is somebody who should be booked um, at Action Wrestling, Southern Fried, um, oh my God, uh, Renegade. I mean, it, <laughs> I, and wherever she goes, you know, honestly, I'll take a crew with me and we'll go see her. Uh, and and not just her. I mean, you know, you got Lindsay Snow. She might be a little bit more uh, pricier. But, uh, I mean, there's a ton of women's talent. There's a lot of great women talent, uh, female talent in the state. And yeah, uh, like what? you said, if, if I have to buy a, a bell, listen, if I have to buy a bell and just name it the Georgia Women's Wrestling Champion and uh, just award it at a show, <laughs> I will. I'll do what I have to do to get women's wrestling big in the state of Georgia. Uh, that's, I think that's, uh, the only thing that Georgia independent wrestling is kind of lacking right now. Well, there's definitely phenomenal talent in the state as far as female wrestling goes. It's just that promotions don't seem to want to bring them in. Uh, I mean, Aja Pereira is probably the top female in the state at the moment. Uh, Danny Jordan, I would think is a close second, but you have Mm -hmm. an up and coming talent in Thunderblind. She wrestles at a lot of Georgia premier wrestling shows. Um, then we, uh, we saw Shalom at Southern honor last month. Um, so there's, there's talent out there. Um, and I know maybe there's maybe not enough high level talent to feature it over and over again, but even with four, you can make enough combinations to feature one match a show at least once a weekend on your biggest shows of the year, you know, of the week. And not to mention, it's going to draw more attention to, you know, you already have guys coming from Georgia uh, or coming to Georgia, I I should say uh, from different States um, because the, you know, Georgia wrestling is super hot right now. You've heard, uh, you've heard Gary on social media, talk about it. You've heard Nick and uh, Myron talk about it on the tapped out podcast You've heard uh, um, Stephen Platinum. Uh, uh, I'm sure there's many, many more. Um, there's a ton of people. Georgia wrestling is super hot right now, and it's attracting all kinds of talent. So if you establish some kind of uh, a women's, women's wrestling in your organizations in the state of Georgia, maybe you can attract more independent women's wrestlers in the state of Georgia. I know a guy um, who – lives in Chicago, Illinois, and he had moved to Georgia just because uh, wrestling was just so – he was an independent wrestler, and it was just so hot in Georgia. That's that's where he, you know, wanted to go make his money. And I'm not talking Chicago. Chicago is a hot wrestling, you know, city too, but that's how that's how big wrestling is in the state of Georgia right now. So let's – uh, go One ahead. thing I'd like to add um, – Ravina Vane made her uh, Southern Honor debut, her in-ring debut last month. So she's another right. talent that you could throw into that mix of up-and-coming Georgia female talent. Um, right. Like I said, she hasn't wrestled a lot in Southern Honor yet, but I know she has the ability, and I'd like to see her perform more on some of these shows. Not only that, any any promoter listening, uh, David Manners or, or Gary Lamb or anybody that's listening, think of it this way. Whoever comes up with the women's title first is the really the first big name promotion to do it. Nobody is doing it right now. So if nobody's doing it right now, somebody needs to do it. That's a good point. Uh, all right. Well, that wraps up our action wrestling report and uh, me and Rodney's uh, 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 tyrant here uh, are uh, – <laughs> <laughs> our right. uh, whiny bitchy fest. Sorry, uh, I yeah, we, I kind of went off a little bit. It's just just thoughts off the top of my head there. But um, 
uh, when we get back from the break, we're going to compare notes and, and we're going to go over some of the news. And during the break, we'll hear Eric Nelson's stranglehold he's got coming up. And uh, we'll hear what Stephen Platinum has to say about that. You're listening to the Georgia Indy Report podcast with myself, Trey Davis, and Rodney West. Wrestling fans, do you like old school wrestling? Well, you're going to love this podcast, the Old School Podcast with Professor Andrew Stone. We go over events ranging from WCW to NWA, all the way to Jim Crockett Promotions. Please check us out. We're up, and right now we have Clash of the Champions 4. It's an outstanding event for us to review, and you guys chose it. So please go out of your way to download, share, and like. And we appreciate it. stupid 
Uh, and it's doubly a shame that now Stranglehold's going to be running in there sometime in September. I think that's what he said. I guess there's one way to find out if that's what he said. Rewind! Play. Roll in! Yup. A new chapter has begun! Come September, Fort Valley, Georgia, gonna be in a stranglehold. <laughs> Pause. So let me get this straight. It's already the middle of August. You're gonna run a show sometime in September and you don't have a date yet. And what's up with this guy looking all tough? In some slides he's wearing on his feet. Oh, oh my gosh. Alright, one last time guys. Rewind! And this time, let's put a stranglehold on it. Play. Rolling! Yup! A new chapter has begun! Come September, Fort Valley, Georgia is going to be in a stranglehold. Something tells me. We're all going to be in a stranglehold. Has done got blown way out of proportion. One group's done dropped out on us to hate. But I want everybody to know Chris Nails is not involved in this. It's my idea. And my idea only. The reason why? Y'all two top promotions in Georgia Y'all talking about y'all drawing 800 to 1,000 people. To me, that's 10 to $12,000. I want to make some of that money y'all make. I want my workers to make some of that money. So, and I want to thank all the podcasters done a pod for me. No, there not will be a show. There will not be a show in Monroe September 14. But I got one thing to say. This is for two promoters. One of them lives in Canton. I can't think of his name. One of them's Southern Fried. Back when Charles run Southern Fried, he come down here and run two or three times a year. Charles, good man. Bless his soul. But Indy Rasslin's changed. I ain't never been on Facebook till a few years, years ago. Really, I wish I really had never got on. And I know I draw anywhere from 500 to 1,000 views every time I get on. So I want all y'all people to share what Billy Joe Bell's fixing to say about the two promoters, not their workers, greatest workers in Georgia. Okay, you got one promoter up there, claims to be a preacher. I jump in my van, what he wrote. I go down the line, I pick up two boys. I come to Monroe, I get you, my buddy David Manders. We'll put a stop to this nonsense. What you gonna do, beat up a 68-year-old man, Jack? And then, goes back. All these podcasters, you don't run in somebody's front yard. Okay, I have the right in every other little promotion in Georgia. I'm just a little promotion. Ain't never wanted to get big. But y'all done stepped across the line now when y'all started threatening me, boy. Nobody threatens me and gets away with it. This is real, y'all. Okay, I'm giving all you wrestlers out there and all you small promote wrestling promotions an opportunity that you never had before. An opportunity to make money. And all y'all call us Bush League wrestlers? Yeah. You sure are. I'm probably a briar pack wrestler. I'm a low bush. But I tell you what, guys, if y'all want to join together and you got all these little promotions together, you know what you got? You got a big promotion. And y'all boys on top right now, I'm coming. I don't care if you Monroe, Georgia. I don't care if you Canton, Georgia. I don't care where you at. You keep bragging about drawing 800 to 1,000 people. Because I want my guys to make $200 a person if I'm going to make that kind of money. I pay everybody. I could care less about money. Now, it's done got personal. And so all you guys want to get involved in it, if y'all want to really start something up, get in touch with it. Right now, these guys, they laugh at us. Oh, they bush league. They laugh at our fans. They call them marks. I call them fans. You got wrestling fans working 40 hours a week for a living, spending 10% of their paycheck, and y'all won't even talk to them. So all you wrestling fans, hey, that's how your two top promoters are. 
not the wrestlers, the promoters. I pay everybody. And something else. If you really want to get this started, because I'm doing it where I got to do it by myself, or if you want to be poor not part of it, we can start something Georgia never seen before in independent wrestling. We're going to march across Georgia. I'm a 68-year-old man. I ain't care to get scared of getting whooped. What you going to do, come beat up a 68-year-old man because he runs a wrestling show in your town, Jack? Okay. And Chris Nams is one of the finest persons of wrestling I know of. Chris Nams had nothing to do with it. It's all me, and I'm upset. And all you podcasters, you like a little kid at school on the playground agging on fights. Yeah, y'all done ag one on, saying all this shit about me and about everybody else. But I'm telling y'all, in Monroe, I'm coming. Yeah, it may not, it's not in September. You get ready, Jack. I'm coming, and Dennis Fields, a fine man, reminds me of Charles. He started up Georgia world-class wrestling. He got a show Logansville, and I hope he packs that place out. And nobody has a right to, to tell nobody, and they can't do something. It ain't nobody's town. I've been doing this since 1991, so hey, what you gonna say? I'm here first. So Jack, y'all started it. Let's see how long y'all can stay on top. I don't know how much time I got left to live, but I guarantee you, enough of us small promotions gets together, we'll be on top. They'll be on bottom. We can laugh at them. If you want to be part of it, get in touch with Billy Joe Bell. God bless all y'all. All right, welcome back to the Georgia Indie Report podcast. I'm your host, Trey Davis, alongside Rodney West. Rodney, we got a uh, we got a list of stuff to talk about this evening as we uh, continue to try to reach JP Magnum on the other line. Uh, we'll start off with uh, what we heard uh, right before we got on the air, and it is Gary Platinum's response to uh, Eric Nelson, is that his name? Uh, yeah, it was Stephen Platinum's uh, response to Eric Nelson. Yes, that's right. Uh, st- uh, the owner of uh, Stranglehold. And uh, it's it's pretty funny, in my opinion. Um, just to comment on real fast, uh, we're not going to give this a whole lot of uh, a shine, but uh, <clears throat> after watching... Gary's first, or I'm sorry, Stephen's first, Stephen Stephen Platinum's video first. I was like, "What the hell is he doing? Who is he making fun of?" And after watching Eric's, I see why he was giving him so much hell. I mean, here he is trying to put out a teaser, and he looks like a freaking idiot, man. I mean, I, I would rather pay to see Stephen Platinum and his kids put on a show than to see Stranglehold if, I mean, just going by the teaser or whatever, I mean, it, it was just ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, it, it wound up being like nine or ten seconds. Uh, I don't even know if the two guys on each side of Eric were even aware that they were filming a promo. Uh, they seemed kind of lost for the, the entire nine seconds. Yeah, rolling. Didn't even cut that off, man. I mean, like, cut it out of your video. I'm a fan, and my production is never perfect, I would say. But I could have put together something better than that. That was just – it was it was laziness and uh, shit never been put out on the internet. And well, I, I know, mean – I know for ahead. a fact that when he, he did a show, I think it was in July – there was somebody on his staff that had some production skills. They put out some promo videos that were, that were fairly decent. Um, so I'm not sure why he didn't put forth a little bit more effort uh, into this teaser video. Um, Cause it's, so it's a little surprising. I mean, understandable that not every wrestling promoter is going to have video editing skills, but you can usually find a volunteer or someone who will, will help you out just because there's so many fans of wrestling who have these skills that just want to be a part of wrestling. So it's right. very easy to get uh, someone to volunteer their time 
and their skills to help you. Yeah, I'm the same way. I, I, I mean, I like anytime I can help out um, any of the local promotions, that's why I do the podcast. So, uh, and most of the time it's free services because we're just such fans. So, yeah, I thought that was kind of weak and lazy put out there. And Stephen hit it right on the head, and his video was I, – I will say it, it was very entertaining. And here's the thing, what they both have in common. Both low production, except Stephen Platinum made his entertaining. And he's not even trying to promote, you know, a, a wrestling organization. Yeah, and you can tell his daughters are very intelligent, too. So they did a great job on their parts. Right. <laughs> All right, moving right along. Uh, earlier in the week, we uh, received tons of feedback for the Rumblejack episode, which shot up to number one uh, on our um, on our podcast page. Uh, quite a bit of listens, uh, drove a lot of traffic in, especially when the Spotlight Wrestler of the Week, Ashton Starr, mentioned the Georgia Indy Report. Yeah, I mean, I took a little bit of heat for my comments. I, I think people weren't paying attention uh, to exactly what I was saying uh, in regards to Ashton. I wasn't saying that was necessarily my opinion. I was saying the opinion of a lot of Southern Honor fans was that he wasn't a credible contender as Joe Black. That wasn't necessarily my opinion. Right, right. Yeah, I went back and listened to it, and I was like, wait a minute. Well, I don't remember him saying that. Uh, I think it was Ashton just having a bit of fun with us, though. Um, he didn't seem uh, too bothered by it. But, uh, we, we, I mean, we definitely appreciate the shout-out um, from uh, Ashton Starr. We definitely need to have him on the podcast sometime. Yeah, that'd be great. be awesome. Okay. All right, moving right along. Uh, I also played a clip of Billy Bell. I know you didn't want to really respond to it. Just uh, just quick thoughts on Billy Bell. I mean, does, is he going to have any organizations really back him? I mean, I, well, I it seems I probably, like so far yeah. everybody's been backing out. So I don't know if anybody's going to be left. I think uh, just think just knowing that Gary and Southern Fried are all kind of banding together, uh, I think is is too much for them to uh, to want to take on. Oh, and a perfect segue to that is the Southern Fried show that recently happened this Saturday night. We'll have a uh, full results. Um, this Alan Angels Slim J is being talked about as match of the year. Um, yeah, I'm not um, really I, familiar with Slim J. Can you kind of uh, tell our listeners a little bit about uh, Slim J and Alan Angels and why they're kind of uh, compared to be uh, two of the best technical wrestlers in the state? Well, definitely, uh, Alan Angels has only been wrestling about three years now, but he's definitely one of the uh, fastest up-and-coming technical wrestlers in Georgia. Now, Slim jay has been wrestling for a long time. The first time I ever saw him, I think he won um, a junior title in Wildside the night I was up there, and that was, uh, man, it was like early 2000s. So it was maybe 15 years ago or even longer. Um, like it's just hard for me to remember, but yeah, he's uh, he's been around Georgia for a, a real long time. He's a He's a great wrestler, uh, like you said, technical-based technical wrestler, a uh, high flyer. Um, but I have not seen the, the match from Southern Fried. I was waiting uh, for Adam Vance to post his videos this evening. Yes. And uh, I've watched the first and the last match, and I, so I have not gotten to, to their match. But I am anticipating a great match for everything I've heard so far. Right, anyone listening, remember there is so many shows, so little time. Uh, and that brings me to my uh, next point, or next question. Uh, who had the best show uh, uh, this past week, or weekend, I should say? Uh, was it Action, or was it Southern Fried? Uh, and base this uh, answer off, I guess, the comments that you've read online, and some of the reactions, and just everything you've heard uh, through social media and what you've watched, what would you say had the better show overall this weekend? 
Well, it's, it's hard to say. Action usually has great entering product. Uh, so just reading uh, recaps, it's hard to get a, a true indication. I'm looking forward to watching their show on uh, independentwrestling.tv. Uh, that's where you can catch all uh, Action Wrestling's uh, shows. Um, I, I like it's more storyline-based show. Um, and so I'm thinking I'm toward Southern Friday's having a little bit better show than Action this week. Uh, because even though Action had uh, uh, AC Mac versus uh, Slim J, then Southern Fried Counter with Allen Angels versus Slim J, and I've definitely heard more about that match so far than I've heard about the uh, AC Max Slim J match. Yeah, and, and yeah, you, that was being compared as uh, match of the year. Uh, what are, what about crowd size? Uh, what did action draw? Uh, uh, was it 216? Sure. I think Matt Griffin sent me like 255, I, I, I believe, off the top of my head. Off the top of your head, action draws 255 and Southern Fried. Mm, I have not seen the report of the attendance for Southern Fried. I want to say that it's around two something like two. Maybe that's where I was getting my 216 number. Uh, action overall. Uh, fan reaction, uh, it seemed that from what I saw in videos, Southern Fried's audience was really into the show. Uh, like you said, I'm, I'm more of a, I like the storyline base. I know you don't always get that independent wrestling, but uh, I, I've come, you know, accustomed to kind of like, uh, I, I just expect it now that I've watched so many Southern Honor shows. I want some story in it and Southern Fried has story and according to Georgia wrestling history uh, it, it appears that action had a couple of stinkers and um, but overall it, I think Southern uh, Southern Fried had the best show this weekend uh, looking at all the reports and I mean they've looked at three different reports of it now and of course you know fan reaction among these fan pages as well it looks like Southern Pride kind of had the better better show, but maybe action actually drew more you know people and made more money overall. Yeah, it's hard to say. Uh, there is one thing I'd like to say about the Southern Pride show, not to give too much away before we have the uh, recap show. Um, the storyline with uh, Brooklyn uh, Creed uh, and Logan Creed and Jake Worth, I just felt it was super choreographed. I think you could see it coming from a mile away. And so I think they should have maybe slow played that angle a little bit more, drew it out over two or three shows so that at least you could have bought in to uh, Logan siding with Jacob Ashworth. And I feel like that was a super hot shot angle where they didn't build on that at any length of time from last show to this show. So it was a two week angle that pretty much played out. See, yeah, I, I, I've got to make it to the Southern Fries show. I, I read about the angles and the matchups, and it's interesting to me uh, growing to know most of these guys through Southern Fried and whatever I've seen on YouTube. So it, it would be very interesting. I'd like to go to an action show as well. Uh, like you said, it has some of the best in-ring in the state, but I'm kind of mad that I missed – a match of the year candidate with Alan Angels and Slim J, but uh, I definitely want to watch that. That's got to be I, somebody filmed that, right? Oh yeah, Adam Vance recorded every match and he does commentary, and he released all six uh, matches uh, earlier in the evening. Oh okay, all right, yeah, and we're gonna so show you on the broadcast uh, where we do a post show on the uh, Southern Fried event. But if you don't follow Adam Vance, I definitely would uh, follow him on Facebook so that you can watch all the videos that he does for Southern Fried every every time they have an event. Excellent. Awesome. All right, Ronnie, that's going to do it for our new for this week on the Georgia Indy Report podcast. Uh, stay tuned, and we'll have another segment for you here after the break. Thanks, Trey. That's going to do it for this week for the Georgia Indy Report podcast. Remember, any promoters listening, 
feel free to send the Georgia Indy Report Facebook page any info on any events coming up. There's some big events coming up this weekend. Please check the Georgia Indy Report for any events coming up in your area.